0: Treasury's Bureau of the Fiscal Service acts like a hub for the government's payments and collections. Now the Bureau is looking to make more payments digitally and to prevent improper payments. It's also creating a chief customer officer to oversee all this modernizing. For more, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke with the Bureau's commissioner, Tim Gribben.
1: Having been a former customer of fiscal service before I became the commissioner, I knew that, I should say my perception was that the Bureau historically... Built systems and issued requirements based on what the Bureau thought the customer wanted. But we've learned that we weren't always on the same page as our customers, which have resulted in some cumbersome processes and systems. And so what are we doing about that? Well, establishing a chief customer office was one of the first things. So that chief customer office and naming a chief customer officer works across the enterprise, to make sure that we are integrating customer needs and wants at at all points in the development cycle for our programs, also soliciting feedback so that we can incorporate them in future improvements. The chief customer office is also working on making sure that we're developing a customer-centric culture within the Bureau uh, by providing those foundational principles, understanding where the direction that we wanna go in is, and providing the tools to help us get there by recognizing that there's challenges and there's barriers that we face and working with the program offices on how to unpack those and how to address those customer needs. Another thing that we're doing is by we're creating this marketplace of products and services that agencies can use that are standardized around some common principles, but also provides agencies the flexibility to invest in things that are truly unique for them so uh, we and you might ask where are we on the process of establishing that office we've already informally established it and we have it working and we are moving forward with our formal reorganization on October the 9th where it will be formally part of the organization
0: Just continuing on with that marketplace idea that you're talking about, can you tell me a little bit more of just what the tools and services are that agencies are able to take advantage of here and more on how this marketplace will function,
1: really? The marketplace is designed, uh, we're working closely with General Services Administration. They have the acquisition vehicles. What we're doing is providing the conduit for agencies to be able to procure standardized financial systems that our goal within setting up this marketplace is that we worked with agencies to identify what are those common things that could be standardized and what are those things that are unique to an agency that they need to be able to customize and then providing the contract vehicles through gsa to be able to do that from solutions that are approved according to the federal standards Because the way it works now is that each agency has their need, each agency goes out with a procurement, they set their own requirements. So that's for the financial system, but the marketplace is also designed to provide the services that agencies might need. You might need a service to help you identify what business processes might need to be changed in order to be able to adopt a standard configuration of a financial system across the organization. You might need some integration support to help, Move from whatever system you're currently using into the into a new system. So uh, we've been working with agencies on what their needs are, what are the things that they would want in a marketplace, and then uh, we work to set up that marketplace this
2: year.
0: Yeah, thanks for shedding some more light on that. Going back to this letter, you know, this sets a pretty big tone to a pretty large community here—the the CFO community across government. What kind of upcoming goals is the Bureau setting in this letter? And just a refresher for our audience, what is the Bureau's role in shaping the future of
1: financial management in government? So the Bureau aims to be a leader in federal financial management uh, by being an efficient steward of financial resources, by providing accurate financial information, and by providing financial interactions that are modern, inclusive, seamless, and secure. That's the three driving principles. And we work to help drive value across the federal community, federal financial management community, and in particular the agency CFOs, so that they can focus on the future. They can focus on strategic planning, mission support, by the Bureau being able to provide data and analytics and advisory services around financial reporting and the financial transactions, whether it's payments or collections and driving the efficiencies forward. So what we've done is we, first published our financial management vision in 2018. We spent some time looking at what are the trends that are facing the financial management community and how do we advance the vision to 2030? And then we set goals each year, which I communicate in the CFO letter. And then every February, send out that here's the progress we made against the goals that we were going to establish now last year we achieved a number of goals that we had set in 2018 so we established new ones so last year we introduced seven new goals we also made them more longer term so they ranged from things that we were going to accomplish this year to all the way up to 2030. We communicate that in the CFO letter. And then we provided some very specific goals around our portfolio of programs. So what I mean by the portfolios around dispersing, the services we provide for collection services, the things we do for reporting and data, and we can't do this alone. So we need to make sure that we are working lockstep with the CFO community. They understand that what we're trying to achieve, and then by working together, how we achieve them together. That's really the point behind the letter, to communicate that so we're all on the same page.
0: All right. Yeah. And I'm looking at that letter now. And like you said, there's a lot of lines of effort here, some longer term, some shorter term. In terms of some of the progress that has been made over the past year, what in your mind stands out as some of the highlights?
1: What stands out as highlights to me is we have a goal around data transparency. And through the CFO letter, we communicated what we wanted to do. We have we have a wide variety or right array of financial data sets, but they were all over the place. So we consolidated them or, or are working on consolidating them in fiscaldata.treasury.gov. And we've already migrated 24 data sets that place. So rather than trying to figure out do I go to treasury.gov, do I go to fiscal in order to find where this data is located, it's now in one place. We have a big goal towards payment integrity. And so uh, one of the things that I'm proud of is that we screened an additional $81 million in payments prior to disbursement that was able to stop improper payments before they occurred. We've also been working on increasing the the percentage of our payments that are dispersed electronically. We've increased that to 96.2%. Part of the letter we have a goal to get to 99 percent that last few percent are really really tough and so it's working with the agencies on communicating why that electronic transactions are are faster They're they provide a better customer experience and they're more secure than paper transactions and by paper transactions we also have a goal to to streamline the lockbox services that we offer for agencies and we were able to reduce those transactions by 10 million last year which saves costs and provides better customer experience. When somebody's sending something into a lockbox, it takes time. It takes time to go through the mail. It takes time to process it, as opposed to working with agencies on electronic submission of information in addition to the the payments that the citizens make to the federal government.
0: Tim Gribben, Commissioner of the Treasury's Bureau of the Fiscal Service, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
3: helped you most as you navigated that?
2: Yeah, it's such a, it's an interesting and challenging yeah. <laughs> sort of situation and question one I don't think I still am reflecting on. I've been out of the FBI about six years and I'm sort of still thinking about it. I think the bottom line was when I was there and I really grew up there, um, I, didn't, I didn't know any different. I grew up with male cousins and brothers and, you know, it was sort of a continuation of, of my existence. So it did... You know, in retrospect, it was a really unique situation, but it didn't necessarily feel that way for me at the time. I think staying mission-focused, staying not about me, staying flexible in terms of problem solving all helped me. I will say there's resources today that weren't there when I was there, or certainly when I was starting out. There's a lot of affinity groups for women in national security, women in federal law enforcement. And I will say I think it would have really benefited from access to those kind of resources as I was coming up. Um, I had both incredible mentors, men and women, um, women across the organization who I became very close with, who were incredible supports, not just getting the job and starting out, but sort of matriculating through. But again, I'm really sort of proud of and involved in some of the work of those external organizations that bring women across government, um, executive women in government and those kind of organizations together, because I think it is really, really helpful. Um, as one moves through.
3: Yeah, we, we actually work with a, a number of those too and, and go to their events and conferences and support them because it's important. How has your leadership style developed or changed over the years?
2: Well, I think I've gotten a little more confident in it, right? The seeds were there at that dining room table. One thing um, that carried through that I learned from my stepdad was to focus on the process. He would talk at dinner about, big ideas or big changes, and how to get from here to there was part of his day jobs. And He thought about explicitly was getting other people on board, getting that stakeholder engagement, getting other people to think it was their idea if that was required. And that's something I started out with as a gift, right, that kind of approach. And then I got confidence in that, and then I added things. I will say, as I moved on, my appreciation for Taking care of is maybe the wrong word, but really focusing on the people who work with you and for you in some instances, um, you know, making sure that they have what they need to be successful in a tactical way. But then also something I definitely learned at the FBI as I went along is, you know, the importance of creating an environment that is supportive and inspiring. You know, we joke about it, but food has played a pretty serious role um, in my leadership style over time Um